Hello, beautiful and powerful women. Welcome to Susan Unleashed. This podcast is for any woman who wants to live a gorgeous life on her terms and who knows that not only is being a woman enough, it is the key to everything. I'm your host, Susan Elizabeth, certified professional coach, number one best-selling author, and Energy Leadership Index Master Practitioner. I fiercely support women who are passionate about elevating their lives while embracing their truest selves. Are you ready to unleash your power? Brene Brown said, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort, but you cannot choose both. Welcome, beautiful and powerful women, to today's episode where we're going to be talking about courage and fearlessness. Now, they are very, very similar to each other, but there's a slight difference. And I think courage, the reason why I picked this topic is because there's been so many of us, all of us actually, who have have had such courage in our lives to overcome things, to move through things, to push through things, to take action on things. So let's talk a little bit about courage today. Courage is actually the ability to move forward in the face of fear. It's the ability to take action with something that you might be feeling afraid of or anxious about. It's to do something that scares you or frightens you. And it's having the strength in the face of grief or pain. It's it's mustering up that courage and having the strength and feeling the fear but doing it anyways. It's bravery. It's perseverance. And it's also the in-between. It's the in-between where it's the monotony and it's having the courage to show up another day when you're stuck. Courage shows up in so many different ways of our life. And I think it's just important to, to acknowledge how courageous we all are. Seriously, let's really celebrate. Because when you celebrate life, life celebrates you. Let's really celebrate all of the courageous things that we've done. Now, here, here are some things that are courageous. Courage is learning how to forgive somebody. Courage is also being able to love again after heartbreak or betrayal or loss. Courage is also asking for help. Courage is standing in the face of adversity and using your voice and standing your ground for something that you're passionate about and that you believe in. Courage is really, it's using your voice and speaking up for yourself and for others again and again and again. And it's, it's also the ability to move forward, to push through. It's, it's the ability to start again or start something new. Courage is, I think courageous people are so, they're very, very passionate people. Courageous people are very intentional and Courageous people really embrace the unknown. They feel the fear, false evidence appearing real, forget everything and run and do it anyways. And you know what? Courageous people, all of you listening, courageous, we've all been courageous in our lives over and over and over. We also trust. And sometimes trust can be hard 
for us. I know for me, trust trust took me many, many decades to really learn how to do and to really learn how to be in, ter- in terms of trusting. But in, 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 in courage, it's, it's not shrinking back and making yourself small. It's, it's not running away from something. It's having the courage to walk into in the middle of something. But courage is also the ability to walk away when it does not serve you or does not feel right or might be dangerous, right? So let me talk a little bit about courage. So courage, oh, okay. This is um, this is a courageous thing that I've done that I, I'm willing to share. So I have been married before. So right now I'm married. I finally found my beautiful husband. I spent a lot of years through different relationships that I, I call stepping stones to get where I'm at now. Previously, and it's my third marriage. If you want to learn how to live a ripe, wild, and fierce life, make sure that you check out my new course. When you're finished with the podcast, the link is in the show notes. So head on over to the link and check it out there. And I finally figured out how to do relationships well. Happily married. We've been together for many, many years. And we've been married for many years. And we are still going strong. Yes, we have our moments. But... Like he's the right fit. I knew it could always be this way. So yes, uh, and, it, and I found him later in my life. Anyways, I have been married twice before. My second marriage ended with an annulment by my choice. So this this story, I won't get into all the juicy details. We'll save that for a different time. But I had to have tremendous courage to leave that relationship right after I got married because what... I spent the time getting to know him. We had all the conversations and we decided to move forward, form a union together, live together, get married. And I thought have all the conversations because in my first marriage, when I was married in my early twenties, briefly, it was a couple, just a couple years, we didn't have all the conversations. And I, I go back to, you know, I didn't, I wasn't mature enough to have all the really serious, hard conversations. Okay. Fast forward years later, had all the serious conversations. So there was an incident that happened and, um, I was really surprised. And then I, I, um, confronted my then husband and he denied his action and lied about it. But yet I knew that what I had witnessed, I knew what happened And yet he tried to deceive me in addition to lying to me, saying I never saw it anyways. So what happened in the moment, it happened. But then after that, more things were unusual. And this happened about a month after we were married. And then I started really feeling in my gut, like, look, something is going on. And he's not being honest with me. And I feel like I'm being betrayed. And I'm feeling... Like I, I, I'm really struggling. And meanwhile, you know, I'm newly married. I want to, I have dreams and goals and visions and I'm, I'm really hurt. I'm angry. I'm, I'm fearful because I don't know what's going on. Like I had this unknown and now I'm getting like really upset and, and just more and more strange behaviors. And I just, I tried to have conversations and then finally he admitted everything and I still wasn't completely honest about some other things. And then from there on out, I knew 
like no matter how much I was trying, this person did not have the ability and capability to be honest or have the integrity. And I'm not going to base a marriage on lies and deceit. So I tried to work with him through it um, for about another month or two, but then right Right at it, about the three and a half, four month mark, I sought an attorney and we put the paperwork together and I filed for an annulment. I didn't even want to file for divorce. Like I, this person does not have the dessert. Anyways, so really took, took tremendous courage for me to try to work through it with my then husband and tremendous courage to take everything that I had hoped and dreamed to walk away from and to take the courage to file for an annulment have him served, and then about three months after that, went to court, showed up in court, and had the annulment granted, and then had the courage to move on, and then have the courage to be dealing with this person along the way. And that was so courageous because I could have stayed in it. I could have lied to myself. I could have gone on. I, I think you can tell I'm kind of frustrated, but here, here's the thing. Um, I took the steps to take action because it wasn't the right thing for me. It was the right thing at the time to learn a lesson. And here was my part in this. This was my lesson in this. Before or, or while the day I was actually getting married, I had this little small voice deep inside of me that I did not listen to that said, don't do it. Don't get married. But yet at the same time, I just moved on because my head was telling me, Yet I've been intuitive. I did a lot of intuitive work, but I had all the conversations. So I was rationalizing it in my own mind. I'm thinking, yeah, but this person, you know, we had the conversations. We had a lot of conversations. I love this person. I want to be with this person. But in hindsight, I wouldn't have gotten married had I listened to my voice. And then we could have just had a breakup. But whatever it was, there are no accidents. Here I am today. I am so grateful for what happened because that gift that gift that I received was that I have always always listened to my intuition I have always listened to that little deep voice inside me and ever since then it was such a learning opportunity such such a knowingness that when you listen to your gut your heart your, your intuitive place within you, it never steers you wrong. So think about this. Think of all those times when maybe you didn't listen to your gut and you're like, I should have, I should have listened to my gut. Like that was a sign and I didn't do it. So really from that point moving forward, I always listen and I really stepped into my issue intuition and let that guide me. But first it took courage, tremendous courage. And it took courage after that, once I got out of that to not let it debilitate me. It took courage for me to be open to love again because I was afraid of being betrayed again. I was afraid of being lied to and deceived and deception and the pervasiveness and the unknown. It was so scary. It was so painful. I was fearful. I, I was angry. I felt like a victim. But after feeling all of these feelings, I finally, I just took the leap and I did it because I, I I felt like I was worth more than this. And I'm not going to tolerate being treated this way. So with that, I was able to move on. And I hate open to the courage 
from there and I met I, I met a wonderful man after that. And we were together for a couple of years and he taught me so much about opening and vulnerability. And it was really hard for me to open after that. But I didn't want it to shut me down and I didn't want to let it shut me down. So I felt the fear. I took action. I had conviction that I was going to use that and let let have be the wind underneath my sails and the wind on my back. And I had this really great relationship with this gentleman for a couple of years. And I learned so much from him and I'm so grateful. And then after that, we we ended up breaking up and staying friends for a while. And um, unfortunately, he's no longer here. He had passed away. Um, that was a really hard time in my life too. Um, it was kind of unexpected and um, bless his soul. But anyways, here I am, you know, and then after that, I would say, mm-hmm. Maybe a year and a half or two years after that is when I called in my husband because I'd really been doing the work on opening, having the courage to be vulnerable. And let me tell you, for me, the courage it took was absolutely, absolutely, without a doubt, tremendous to open up, to receive love, to be available to and for love and a super, super amazing relationship. But I did it. I was terrified. I was scared, but I knew he was coming. I knew he was always out there and I opened myself to it, to receive that into my life. And I did. And then in 2014, I met my husband and my now husband, and we've been together ever since we've been married for quite a number of years and I couldn't be happier. Somebody who has my back, who loves me deeply. We have an honest relationship. We have fun and play and we... We have so much to share in each other's lives, and it's it's just a beautiful thing. So with that, um, I want to talk a little bit about um, fearlessness too. So fearlessness, fearlessness is, it's almost like a lack of fear, and it's different than courage because courage, you can have fear and do it anyways. Fearlessness is just, you're doing it, you're doing it anyways, and you really don't feel the fear. And this is almost kind of like a superhuman thing. Like there is zero fear. There is zero doubt, right? And it doesn't mean you don't feel it at all. You can feel it a little bit. But this fearlessness takes huge bravery. But you're so focused and you're so passionate and you're so convicted to something that you actually experience fearlessness. And this is, it's, it's, it's this really super high level of confidence. So let me share with you my fearlessness story. So I'm a huge animal lover. I have, we have animals here at home. I've been around animals my whole life. I love animals. They're part of my family. And I love wildlife and respect and honor wildlife. And one day I was driving home from work. There was a cat that was on the median in the freeway. So this is a busy freeway and it was an orange cat. I drove by it and I was like, wow, okay, that cat must have ran across all these lanes of traffic. It got to the median for this cat to, and it was sitting on the median, it was kind of crouched over, this cat to run back across either side, pro- the chances of its survival are highly unlikely. So I I was sitting next to the median in, in what, what's the fast lane, but because it was rush hour, it wasn't moving 70, 75 miles an hour. It was probably moving 35, 40 miles an hour. Turn signal on, cut all the way over, got off at the next exit, turned around, got on, on the freeway, headed the other direction, got off at the next exit, turned back around, got back on the freeway, got all the way over. And I'm thinking I had zero fearlessness. I am going to save that cat. So I saw the cat ahead. Okay, thank you, God. It's still there. 
I, I, I started slowing the car down, put the hazards on, pulled up next to it. And meanwhile, now the cat notices me and I'm thinking, okay, right, open the door slowly, but open it. I'm going to have one chance to grab this cat, put it in the car and take it to the nearest emergency um, vet, veterinarian hospital. If you want to learn how to live a ripe, wild, and fierce lifestyle, make sure to check out my new course. It's in the show notes, so when you are finished with the podcast, head on over to the show notes and click on the link. So I got out, I reached, and I was very quick. I reached over, zero fearlessness. Cars are pouring by on the other side. There's traffic all around. Um, I'm sure the people behind me were like, wow, what's she doing? Absolute bravery. Bravery. No, this is fearlessness. I had zero fear. Like I was on a, I was hell bent for leather on a mission to rescue this cat and take make sure this cat does not suffer or get hit by a car. I reached over, grabbed the cat. The minute I, I grabbed the cat, it turned around, it sunk its teeth into my hand, bit me, and it was it had all its claws, so it was clawing me. I hung on for dear life because I knew if I let go, it had it had enough life left in it. It would have run into traffic. It would have probably been maimed, hurt, or killed. I jumped in the car with it. I had my suit on put it over into the driver's passenger seat. It ran to the back, went hiding. doesn't matter. It was safe in the car. Door closed. Right. Okay, next. Get to an emergency hospital. Don't know any in the area I was at. I knew where there were some over more towards my part of town. So I start driving. I call. Meanwhile, the pain starts in my arm, in my hands. I look down, blood everywhere. <laughs> and so long story short, I realize I now now need medical attention. I need to go to the hospital because I'm bit by a cat. Don't know if it's feral, stray. Does it have rabies? Who knows, right? Most important thing, I, I called, I found a vet hospital. I drove there. We I called right before I went in. I said, we're going to take my credit card. I'm going to pay whatever case. Let's fix the cat, repair the cat, hospitalize the cat. Whatever we need to do, whatever's in the cat's highest good, let's do. Fearlessness. And then um, I'm going to go to the hospital. So long story short, just to kind of bring this to a conclusion, the cat ended up needing to be euthanized. It was really a mess. I mean, it had many, many broken bones. Um, they thought thought it was going to be a feral. They thought it was feral or stray by the way its behavior was. Um, it had no um, ID chip. So um, they didn't end up charging me. They ended up euthanizing the cat. And it was unfortunate because normally... I will do anything for my animals or any animal. I didn't care how many thousands of dollars. I wanted this cat to be okay, but they made the determination. It was, and the most humane thing to do was to euthanize it. So that's that's what we decided. And um, I went to the hospital, started rabies shots in the emergency room. It was just awful. I don't know if anybody's been through it, but they have to. Anyways, that happened. But, you know, I had tremendous fear getting the rabies shots. So I had to have courage and bravery, but I had fearlessness because I was so passionate and on a mission to save this cat. And I'm so grateful that the cat didn't have to suffer and didn't have to be hurt or killed or die a horrible death because its jaw was actually hanging off and it was just, it was a mess. It was just fractures, brain swelling. Anyways, it was really, it was very severely injured. So that is fearlessness. And I think I want to just say there are probably times in your life that you've had fearlessness. Think about it. If something were happening to your children, 
you would just be on a mission to protect them or to, to, to take care of them if they were in the face of danger or something terrible happened. You, it would not matter. You wouldn't even feel the fear. You would just take action. You would have fearlessness. And then courage. Think of all of the times that we have all exercised tremendous courage over and over and over, whether it's walking away from a relationship, showing up in the middle of something and dealing with it head on and being honest with yourself, being honest or trying to help a situation for the better. So many, so many, so many things about courage. You know, Pat, people who have courage, they're passionate, they're intentional. Um, they, they, they just, they move forward. They feel the fear and they do it anyways. And think of all of the times when you've had courage and, and use this. It's, it's a feeling and, and use this courage. It comes from self-confidence. And when you go out and you practice courage, how can you practice more courage in your life? Because when you take action, that's how change happens. That's how it moves you forward. When you have the courage to take action, to do the work. I know for me, I've spent decades looking in the mirror, doing the work, having the courage to show up so I can be a better person, so I can live a better life. And this is what I want for all of you, to have the courage and to have the passion and to have that dedication to yourself, to show up for your life fully and design the life that you know that you, you are meant to live. Okay, so with that, that's it for this week's episode about courage and fearlessness. And go out over the next week, take action. How can you practice courage and really be honest and passionate, intentional with having courage to move you forward in your life? Okay, everybody, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave me a review or share it with someone else who may enjoy it too. To stay connected with me, please head on over to SusanElizabethCoaching.com and make sure that you sign up for my tips on how to live an unleashed life full of passion and purpose. Until next time, go live an unleashed life.